Yeah, I mean, I just, it was always the idea of like escapism. And this was another idea I had, like, um, I just thought about every single day that I wanted to do it. Like, even down to the format, basically, the show starts, the cold open is like a comedian, um, you know, doing like a, a minute or so of jokes. And then we just like talk about comedy for a bit and then talk about the movie. But yeah, like, movies have always been a passion of mine. And um, it's always fun. It's like such a, um, it's such an accessible touchstone that we can all kind of, you know, relate to. And I'm always surprised, like, the movies that get the most downloads, I feel like, are always, like, the shittier ones, like Hillbilly Elegy. Um, you know, just because they're so fun to talk about when they're bad. And uh, I feel like the worst episodes are the ones where it's, like, actually a good movie. Because we're just like, yeah, that was, hey, good, good stuff, right? <laughs> this is Amigos PC. If you were looking for a highbrow, fancy, smart, regal podcast with hosts that love to talk about horse riding, badminton, and trips to the vineyard, you're in the wrong place. This is Amigos PC. If you're looking for drinking, random nonsense, stunts, shenanigans, and balls-out craziness, you've hit the jackpot. This is Amigos PC, and this is Scott and Mark. Amigos PC Live. Uh, Today's guest is a host of the Comics Features Podcast, uh, where uh, comedians talk about movies, uh, as if like it's never been done. It's never been done. Uh, Dave, <laughs> Dave Vidala, uh, he also has recently featured on. If my computer can scroll down, oh, really? Sorry. The Critics' Choice New York Comedy Festival, uh, uh, Comedy Friends Fe- Festival. Thank you. Sorry about that. Uh, Dave, if you could just, you know, tell us a little bit about your podcast and then tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, my podcast is called The Comics Feature. Basically, each week we talk to a different comedian about comedy and we take like a movie and we talk about the movie and make fun of it. And um, my comedy is just like about like weed and social situations and uh, sometimes current events. You never know. Um, I'm a a generous uh, performer and lover. So, that's all. Give and receive. I like it. I love it. Exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. Tack it on there. Very cool. Amateur barber. When did you. (laughs) Amateur barber. Is that. So, is that just something you did on your own, or is that something you did for COVID? Yeah. I mean, it's. uh, We're all amateur barbers if you think about it. Um, That's true. But yeah, no, I'm not very good. I, I just gave myself a pretty bad haircut. But, um, you know, this stuff, you know, it comes in waves. Yeah. Right? I'd, I'd, like, to, I'd yeah. like to consider myself a sculptor of manscaping, and that's probably as far as I go. <laughs> oh. Tell us, no, tell us more, Mark. What do you mean? Well, obviously, you know what manscaping is. I'm not going to go into too much detail. And I don't <laughs> no, I don't. I've never heard of that. What do you mean? Pubic hair on, on the actual podcast. Content. You went there. You went there. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, Dave, you just said that. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Mark. Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead, so I, I use flying feet add... for my pubic hair, if that's what you're going to ask. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yes. That's exactly where oh, I was Oh, yeah, we forgot to ask you. We're so rude. Yeah, no, and then there's but just that, like that, the, the nose, so it looks like a fist bump if you're, like, close enough and also far away enough, you know. 
Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wh- which Mighty Duck movie inspired you to make the flying V? <laughs> Obviously the first one. Yeah. Well, of course. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Do you see they're going to make another one? In, uh, oh, how long have you been in comedy? It's kind of weird. I, I started in college and then kind of took a big old break, but I jumped back in. Um, like probably, I would say, I think three years is like my fair answer. Like, I feel like I've been around the scene like 10 years, but the fair answer is three years. I think that math kind of checks out. What made you get into comedy? It's weird. It's like one of those things I just thought about every day until I was just like, oh, I have to do this. And um, yeah, I just kept thinking of more funny things or things I thought that were funny that I wanted to try. And uh, it's a nice little like litmus test. You're like, oh, okay, like, so people did like that. So maybe I'm not crazy. And then like you go and do something else that doesn't work. And you're just like, oh, okay, like uh, a little crazy. Crazy's still up there a little bit. Nice. Yeah, it's always funny. Like I know, like um, you guys are comics too, right? No, we no, are we're not. Just, we're just dudes. Uh, we do live no, events. We, we're like, pretenders. Be a comedy show, but that's about as far as we get. Yeah, because like when comedians get together and stuff, like it's always the stuff I feel like I'm most excited to share. And then people are like, "Don't ever say that. You shouldn't. You don't want people to think you're like a murderer. Like, do you? Like, that's always." <laughs> No, I, I think we, like dark humor. Is that what you mean? Like, yeah, I think me and Mark both enjoy the dark humor side of things. So I think that's I don't know. Maybe so we we do have the the comedic uh, embrace of that. Like I, to us, anything to me is, is funny, honestly. And I think Mark is probably the same way. You can find the funny in anything and, and you just don't take everything too seriously. I think, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, we're not, we're not talented yeah, yeah we're not gonna, you're not gonna so see it's this it's not like yeah, yeah. <laughs> our advice may not be valid right 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 fair enough fair enough yeah no i like uh, the dark stuff too like i've been joking around a lot lately about like um like a lot of people have started like new hobbies during the quarantine and like a hobby i have recently is um i've been waiting for woody allen to kill himself i think that would be great um you know the clock is on for for sure it, after it, that hey, documentary yeah it would be nice exactly yeah and like the thing is like i just want to watch mashboard again but i feel like i can't do that until he does a little pew pew mm. that's my best pew pew uh, I, I sincerely hope he kills himself tonight yeah um, that's yeah it was oh, a pretty that, wow. was a, that was a bad documentary for sure right um for, yeah but i feel like people like advised against like me like talking like that it's just like well he's a bad guy you know uh yeah, well, yeah. You, you know how it is. I mean, everyone everyone has an opinion, honestly. You know what I mean? So someone's right. always going to be like, oh, you're too far. Come on, just just get over yourself and don't like it and just keep her, move on. You know what I mean? That's what I wish kind of everything would be. If you don't like it, don't listen. If you don't like it, just go somewhere else. Yeah. Basically, we you know what I mean? banning artists. Or... Exactly. Yeah, the whole, the whole cover, you know, stop voicing your opinion or stop or basically one in the cancel culture thing it's, it's just it's crazy it's getting a little out of control and comedy is is definitely under attack it seems and it's, it's i would a agree time we're in yeah have you had have you ever ran into that and in anything kind of cancel or like you're you're almost like something's you know, you can't say something somewhere. You kind of get like, uh, I shouldn't say that or a little bit. Yeah. I had this thing where I had, um, I have this joke about how like I have sanctimonious friends and like they're 
because like whenever you like get married and like you like we're at the age where like all of our friends are starting to get married right and um, they'll say oh man like i learned so much in my marriage like i learned so much and like you're just like yeah not really and but yeah so my joke is like the only thing i've learned is like how to quietly <laughs> jack off in my own bathroom and, you just use the like, floor, right? perfect That's a yeah no exactly <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's in my LinkedIn now as a skill set. I feel good about it. Um, but right next I to had, amateur so... barber, right next to amateur barber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. I, I'm a, yeah, I'm a blame boy all the way. Um, but yeah, you guys, I so but basically like later on in the stream, like I just discussed like how like oh yeah, like I I can jack off anywhere now. Like, like I can jack off in the video section of a public library. You'd never know I was there. You'd just be like, oh shit, they have DVDs now. Um, <laughs> Dan in real life, oh, it smells uh, kind of fucking weird over here. Anybody, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah. I, but yeah, there's part of the joke where I go on to be like, oh yeah, like, um, you guys see that movie, A Quiet Place? Um, you know, where like, they, they had to stay quiet or else the monsters mm-hmm. would get them. Like, um, like I can jack off in front of like, you know, John Krasinski's kids. Like they wouldn't be able to say anything. <laughs> And they're like, oh my god! Oh, you yeah, and they're that. like, well, you know, and uh, so like the booker person was just like, you know, you are like, like I understand, like you did get the reaction, right? You got some laughs, but at the end of the day, David, we're talking about sexually assaulting children, and I was just like, I guess I never thought of it that way, but like you're kind of right? a sick fuck for phrasing it like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was more like you were you were handling yourself, and they were just around; they just couldn't say anything. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, but, but I'm not it's bad all around. It's bad all around. But yeah, I get, I get, I, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, like, it's not, yeah. Like, like, my, yeah, like, my, my the, the intention is not like, like, if you walk yeah. away from me talking about it being like, oh, he wants to sexually assault kids, it's like, well, you shouldn't be at the comedy show. You shouldn't, should have went outside if that's what you're all about. Yeah. And, uh, like, if the person was just like, listen, like, I know you're, you know, you're, you're you, you're, you're wacky, you're, you know, whatever. And it's just like, but you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. Cause it makes people think, that, um, you know, you want to, you know, you're, you're nefarious. And I'm just like, does it make people think like, just cause the idea of doing that, like, I, I don't think it's fair to, you know, knock me out. I, I think I, I understand how it's like shocking to an extent, but mm-hmm. saying it's wrong is just, I don't know. I can yeah. see someone tanking me. So I, de- depending on the room, like I'll leave that part of it out. Um, but yeah, people are just like, may, I don't know. It's like so no schools. You just don't do that when at schools. I get you're, it. You're kind of uh, bringing <laughs> yeah. a quiet, but that's the one with Sandra Bullock, right? Where like she had to be quiet in front of the monsters or whatever. Mm-mm. No, no, he's John Krasinski. The it's where the monsters come. Oh, you have to yeah. be quiet. Oh, you're same thinking premise. Of, you're thinking Look of at bird it. Box. Hollywood ripping yeah. each other off. Basically, wow. Yeah. No, never yeah, snake snatch. That never happens. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> but that—that's how it always happens. So it's like, like, like Bird Box in yeah. a quiet place, like came out the same month. Like, and it's just like one of these things, like dance in a bug's life. And uh, oh yeah, no, yeah that's like, true. There's, there's one more of a snake snatch. That's Woody Allen like, again. You brought up Woody Allen again. Yeah. <laughs> hey. That's funny. The guy, the guy, you can't stop him from creating. Yeah. You know he'll sexually assault you. I know, he's, he, he I know. Until until he poop, poop, maybe <laughs> try to bring the joke That's around like to uh, Sandra Bullock's movie. Like you could jerk off in front of her in a boat uh, while she's blindfolded. 
Oh, that also yeah. might be sexual assault, but that I mean, works. in and a then, different then way. You're the kids it's an adult, quick. at least. I'm like, yeah. That's oh, true. Yeah, no, that's true. I think she had some, oh, she, she had some kids in tow when she was she um, did. Yeah, away from kids the, Yeah. This is how you sell your movie. Just, you gotta have, like, yeah. yeah, you gotta have a semi-attractive, like, middle-aged person and, like, kids that can't, like, say and the kids. words, like, fire truck, you know, because it makes them cuter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Why is the you nice do... man jerking off? <laughs> you do know Hollywood. <laughs> you, well, we're talking about movies already. It, your podcast awesome. essentially is you, you know, giving an insight, a, a pretty in-depth review of movies. Like, what drove you to want to talk about movies uh, after basically going over current events and things like that? I just it was always the idea of like escapism and this was another idea i had like um that i just thought about every single day that i wanted to do it like even down to the format basically the show starts the cold open is like a comedian um you know doing like a, a minute or so of jokes and then we just like talk about comedy for a bit and then talk about the movie but yeah like movies have always been a passion of mine and um it's always fun it's like such a um it's such an accessible touchstone that we can all kind of, you know, relate to. And I'm always surprised, like, the movies that get the most downloads, I feel like, are always, like, the shittier ones, like Hillbilly Elegy. Um, you know, just because they're so fun to talk about when they're bad. And uh, I feel like the worst episodes are the ones where it's, like, actually a good movie. Because we're just like, yeah, that was hey, good, good stuff, right? <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, we, when we, uh, Basically, we talk about the movie and then uh, we rate the movie on the Wahlberg scale, which is, um, you know, it's, if it's a good movie, it's a Mark. Um, middling, it's an Oscar. If it's not good, it's a Donnie. Um, hypothetically, if the movie's horrible, it's a Wahlberger. Um, I've got to find a way around explaining this every single show. I guess I could edit it. But then after that, uh, we actually have an in-depth spoiler section. And um, a lot of, like, the best part about it is, like, if you like movies, you'll also find out about all these comedians who are, like, on the verge of breaking or who already kind of starting to get credits type of thing. And, um, yeah, they're just a lot of fun. To Where make, did the, so. That's awesome. the ranking system yeah, it's, come? Like, I, I see you're using the Wahlbergs. Uh, how did that formulate? And then, sure. like, how did it come to be that Mark is here and then Donnie's way down here, Oscar's in the middle? Um, Mark, sure. Mark has made it. Yes, right? Scott, I mean, not the, Mark. Not Donnie, the, no, come on, Mark. But Donnie Were was just, like, giving a softball. Mark was. Come on. Yeah. Like, he actually. No, he well, so, he, yeah. So this is it, Mark. The the Wahlberg plates are <laughs> shifting beneath our feet. You know what I mean? The, this isn't a set system. You know what I mean? Like this could this could change any day. Like Mark could be, or excuse me, Oscar could be in a TV show, and I think he is on some Showtime TV show. I don't know what it's called. It is real, um, and that sh that could blow up. That could be the next Breaking Bad, and then we would have Oscar be up here and Mark. But Mark mm. is just kind of solidified as the best Wahlberg. And uh, how did I come up with this? Well, as you guys know, there was a there's a bombing here uh, four five years ago, whatever it was, and then um, so when that happened, the Wahlberg system was put in place for Boston Terror. But since we no longer need the Boston Terror scale with the Wahlbergs, I just adapted it for my movie. I might, I might be naive, but was that real? They really Boston, had that there. 
no. <laughs> no, I was like, wow. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know he's Did a big Boston, Boston guy. Did Boston actually implement the Wahlberg system, <laughs> though? Was, yeah. Or is it like, what? It... Yeah, for Amber. We don't know what the Amber Alert system is. It's just all Wahlbergs to us. <laughs> we, it used to be roast beef sandwiches, but that was too controversial because, you know, too subjective. But the Wahlberg yeah, is it very, is. it's very finite, at least for now, you know? Very that fine. Is... That is hilarious. So instead of silver alerts, we <laughs> have awesome. like Donnie alerts or Oscar alerts. <laughs> yeah, I think Donnie is the oldest, probably. Exactly. Well, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Like if the kid has no chance, like and it's just like flatline somewhere, we're, we're looking at a Wahlburger situation, you know? <laughs> Nobody wants that. That's Nobody the, wants no, that. No parents should ever have to eat a Wahlburger. <laughs> Are they all over in, in Massachusetts? Like, is, is there a ton of them? There's a couple. There's one right by um, Fenway, and there's one, like, in uh, just out in kind of the burbs, which is so weird. Like, if, you, if you're, like, the biggest movie star in the world, why do you then want to run, like, a <laughs> shitty or hard rock cafe? Like, why did... What's your motivation? Why, like, like you want... You, yeah. You're just in it for customer right. satisfaction? I don't understand. What's the motivation? Dinner and a movie. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> they're, trying to, they're trying to give you both. They go get, go have our food and then enjoy our movies. With the, with the, the trees are out to get you. Sure. So, yeah. Being in, being, <laughs> uh, being in uh, Boston and then uh, obviously you have Wahlburgers and we've been talking about Mark Wahlberg. Have you seen Entourage at all? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, <laughs> so I, I try to talk on this show about Mark Wahlberg. Uh, I do see love Entourage. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's a it fantastic is. show. It, it's, it, it, what a great show. Yeah. I've I missed that boat. So uh, I, yeah, I'll, just, I'll just mute myself. You guys go ahead. I, I, I've never, I never watched that one or even the movie because I heard the movie wasn't good, though. Or was it good? I don't know. I guess we'll see what you guys say. But I heard the show was amazing. The movie was eh. Yeah, I, I like, so the last episode of the show, and I don't think this is a spoiler, the last episode of Entourage, I think, to my personal opinion, is just absolute dumb shit. So I think the movie is better than the last episode of the show. Mm. Um, and I, I found it to yeah. be a serviceable kind of ending. Um, but in a lot of Entourage fan fiction, uh, which I wrote, um, you know, things work out, you know, better for drama in the end. But, you know, I don't, you know, that's a different podcast, you know? <laughs> No, I secretly, I, I secretly want to start. Um, so my Thank wife you. hates Entourage, um, and I want to start a podcast called On to Rage, where she and I watch every episode, oh. and she kills herself at the end of it. That's a twist. That's, That's good. Twist. I'll, I, yeah, I'll definitely listen. Or you yeah, guys, yeah. you guys are just watching it together, and you're explaining it to her, and she's like not watching it. And be like, no, no, watch this part. This is where Donnie, <laughs> or, or, you know, this is where Mark is doing this or you know what He's I mean because I know it's based on Mark but whatever you know what I mean that, that's all I know <laughs> yeah like no no watch this part because watch he's gonna go and he's gonna go to that party and yeah and just blow, like, it's like season three or shit. something and like I just look over and I'm just like oh geez I just called the paramedics but uh geez a threesome with the, the Vince and these two girls what's yeah, going on watch this what are you doing? Uh, but no, I love my wife. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, she she really hates Entourage, but she'll have to make a choice one day, you know, me or Entourage. Or, what or what are what are some shows that she makes you or not makes you and encourages you 
to watch with her that maybe you're like, eh, like I don't know, but maybe you <laughs> don't want to say do it. Most, yeah, but, you know we, we do watch most of the same stuff. Like we just we're watching Mayor now on HBO. Like okay. anything on HBO is just dope. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, but yeah, like there a lot of times though, like we'll be watching like a house show, mm-hmm. and then you know like she likes to watch or something and, like, like that. Exactly. Yeah. And like at yeah. the end of it, I'm just like pissed off because I'm just like, like I love this house. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It turns around make, on me. Like, those make me mad too. Like show. these people are too fucking rich. Damn it! I get yeah, mad at those. I did yeah. like. Mine, mine is like my well, wife. I was gonna say I did like oh, sorry, your ahead, little twist there and how you described the podcast you want to create with her, because I honestly thought as you were describing the end that she was gonna kill you. So. I like the little Oh, yeah. Maybe that would have been funnier. Yeah. Yeah, that probably would have worked out better. What about you, Mark? What 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 are they what does you and Monique, your wife yeah. have you watched that you aren't really a big fan of, that's but you watch question, it anyways? I don't really watch Yeah, I don't I don't Or really maybe that's grown TV on you like I used to. I think the last thing that we were able to actually watch together was Game of Thrones. Me neither. Like actually sit and watch together. Uh, but oh yeah, yeah, man, that was a yeah, disappointing like, ending. Ruined the entire series. Yeah, or the season. Yeah, you know what I mean? That was a couple two. Like really? Yeah. Um, no, but it, anything she watches, it, uh, it it's ghost <laughs> video related or something, and I'm like, nah, I'm out. I can't. I can't do this. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. I see. I would love to be in a situation like that, but until that happens to me, yeah. like this show is this right no because you're not there feeling it all is that what you mean like you're not in the i just don't think like if if i had uh, i'm guessing you guys have never had another worldly ghostly experience uh i've had one i've had one (laughs) but um mine wasn't that great uh, i I don't know if it was true or not but go ahead tell me yours no sure because i i haven't and like people are always like oh i'm afraid of ghosts but like i'm like craving a ghostly experience so i'm not like oh like oh hey like afterlife check you know what i mean like it would be nice to be like oh hey there are ghosts um so people freaking out about ghosts it's more just like i don't know i i guess i don't understand until you like encounter it so so mine the only one i had when i was little is one time i was younger like probably 12 or 13 or whatever I was watching TV in the living room, at, you know, at home, and I'm watching TV. Then the TV, or I think maybe the TV went out. I don't. Either way, like it got dark, and I'm looking, and I had, you know, my parents had that old school glass stereo system where you can kind of see the reflection from. If you're looking at it, you can see behind you, kind of thing. So I'm looking oh, there, sure, yeah. and I saw the kitchen light was on, and I can see a black shadow went past it. Like, I don't know what that was. It probably could have been my parents. Who knows? And the next thing you know, I had a bloody nose. So, like, to me, I was like, was that something? Or it could have just been, you know, dry fucking nose. I don't know. That was my only run-in of, like, craziness. Because then I was freaked out. Like, what the fuck happened? Was that something crazy that walked by? Or Yeah. That was my only really... That, and actually, I did have one of those where they... I don't know if you ever heard of those where you... You wake up and you feel like you're being held down. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. One of those where I, I felt like I couldn't. I think we just opened the Pandora's yeah, probably. box with Scott I, here. I felt like I couldn't move. Those are my only two. That's it, guys. That I need an MRI, and who knows what's wrong? 
I mean, so if that happened on the ghost show, I'd be like, holy shit. It's just like, oh, fuck, our camera guy just started imaging blood out of his nose. <laughs> yeah, that would, right? That would be, <laughs> That'd be yeah. a little more believable. Yeah. That's true. Versus compared like the to the star of the show. Compared to the, the little sounds in the background. Help. It could have been anybody in the in the producer room that made that happen. Who knows? Yeah, it just seems like the big moments of that show is like, did you hear that? Yeah. It's like, rewind it. Were you guys filming? Like, just go back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Mark? Have you ever had any? I think he's frozen. Oh shit, he's having one now. He's stroking out? Is holding them down. Oh no. Well, luckily we can out oh, it. Or we can edit this out. It's nice to just see his, his face. It is. It is so nice. RIP. RIP. He's <laughs> this is his Oh uh, the ghost got him. Down. We were talking about the ghost that came after me and now he <laughs> they fucking got him. They did. Holy shit. Shit. Yeah, he said his computer just crashed. He just sent me a message. That's not oh, okay, good. Okay. Well, I wonder. If, I guess. I guess we're still recording. So, on to the next topic. Um, sure. Which is? Oh yeah, he's gone now. Uh, he's never leave. I know. I know. About time. It's just me and you. Um, <laughs> so we were talking earlier before we started. So you went. You recently went to New York, and you were going to be in, doing some stand up there. And you know, with everything going on pandemic wise. You know, how was New York as far as like everywhere or like everywhere else that you've been doing comedy? Like, is it, is it, is it crazier there or is it like, how, how are things there? Yeah. So the, the last time I've been to New York, it wasn't for comedy. I was just like with some friends and we were just going around Brooklyn, um, kind of just getting the taste of the, the neighborhood and all that. Yeah. Just hanging out. And, and I mean, I was just like in love with the area. It reminded me actually a lot of, um, like uh, parts of like Oakland even uh, just how it's just like you can really get a sense that there's just like artists around you can hear like bands playing and uh, actually both times I went to Brooklyn it was actually Eid um, the I think it's like a uh, Asian holiday or something I, I'm not exactly sure what the origin is but like yeah like there were like people like celebrating to you know certain extents and all that and um, this time I went as obviously you know pre or post COVID just like last weekend and people were still very much masked up, you know, still like not letting people into places or they reached capacity very quickly in certain cases. Uh, some bars didn't care, they just like let everyone in. Um, but yeah, I noticed, uh, I mean, like I haven't been in New York in years, but I noticed it, particularly in Brooklyn, a lot more junkies. Uh, wow, yeah, so it's getting... It's too bad, yeah. That is sad. They yeah. added a few more characters since the last time I've been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same, like, Junkie. when I was there, it was a little bit, it seemed more, I mean, it was always New York, big city, you know, kind of dirty, you know, you know I mean, big city, right? Which, even back where, yeah. when I was in Arizona, it was city life, or downtown Phoenix, it was, you know, same kind of scenario. But it was definitely probably worse, I would imagine it's probably worse now than it was the 15, 20 years than I was there in New York. That's crazy. Sad. It really is, man. You can't call ambulances fast enough. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's that's not it's, good. That's no. not good at all. It's rough. Gas is getting expensive. Oh, I bet. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark now, is now, dead. now it did. Yeah. And it's like the whole pipeline thing. Yeah, it's crazy. 
over here because we were near the because i moved to tennessee as i mentioned i was gonna say you're in tennessee yeah so here it because being in the south or near where kind of where it was i was like you know nervous but really it was just one day of like everyone didn't have gas and then next thing you know there was gas but now it's like 30 40 cents higher than it was beforehand so it just jumped in like a week like it's crazy high so it's like well you know it is what it is right you gotta luckily i don't do a whole lot of driving but it's that's good yeah i know i'm a scant 200 miles or so away from new york and i'm going back next weekend and then another three weekends so i'm just like I just want world peace now. Oh, I've been ambivalent before. I you know? agree. But now I agree. I'm really a world peace guy. I agree. <laughs> yeah, let's let's like stop all the craziness and just be united, right? Like be be one happy country. You know, it's easier said than done, but you know. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know if he's going to come back on or what's going on. Obviously, we can edit all this yeah. out while we're. No, it's all good figuring out this um, stuff what's yeah my so there was a boston guy named sean carter who just moved to tennessee and he just started a comedy club called the blue Fuck. is it in, Na- is it in nashville oh, okay because that's yeah. i'm close to nashville i'm not in nashville but that's where i'm at i should yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna plug it uh, um that's hoping soon very cool um, yeah, because I'm looking obviously for connections in Tennessee, so then we can kind of have this whole almost kind of like an East Coast West Coast kind of thing. Because he's there in Arizona now, and I'm here kind of on the East Coast in a sense. I don't, I don't know what you consider it. It's all new to me because I was a native to Arizona. Coming like leaving there to come here is totally different. Yeah, than, for sure. I have to imagine. Were you from originally? Yeah, I was in Arizona. Oh, okay, okay. So I was a native there, and then, and then obviously leaving there and coming here. So now I'm like in the humidity. This I'm I've only been here a month, so I'm like now feeling the whole like swampiness, right? Like that's yeah. And I felt that in New York. Are people real nice? Yeah, yeah. Real nice down there. Yeah, I'm 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 swimming in my clothes for sure. And I'm it's a whole new world, so so far but but it's felt like it definitely has felt like like a good place to be i'd say so far nice no complaints yeah because i feel like people are super nice there like where i feel like in boston people just don't give a fuck about you or and it's weird if like people say hi you're like oh this guy wants money he's talking dude yeah i was getting the same feeling and it's weird back in arizona i was getting that same feeling which i don't know why but i was getting that no one really like here it seems more like everyone's waving Everyone's trying to help and like talk to you and like be more like involved. And it's like, it's, it, yeah. that's a whole, like everyone's neighborly. And I, I'm not, because I think Arizona probably kind of ruined me a little bit because I'm not really neighborly. Or maybe I'm just, you know, an introvert in a sense where I don't really want to mingle with folks. But that, yeah. like, it, it's a whole new world. It's crazy. It really is. Yeah. The shocker. It's like we have like people in our building and it's like we, um, 
and it's like we like we have a dog right we'll go to the dog park mm -hmm. and it's fun because people are super nice and always want to talk to us but like even me like i'm just like oh like why can't i just be nice to people and be people's friends who i just like see casually but like instead i just hate them yeah just, like, i want nothing to do with you man like yeah <laughs> i have to see you already like i don't know what kind of mood i'm gonna be in like tomorrow when i'm just like walking out to my car and it's like i don't want to like i can't bank on that i'm gonna want to say hi to you when i'm like barely awake you know what i mean yeah. it's like starting relationships in your condo complex is, is hard. it is yeah it, it shouldn't be done. yeah it, it's it's it yeah I, I get it it's hard to make those connections from scratch i get it but like i don't want to i'm sure it's like it would be so easy right if we were all like if you wanted to be friends with all your neighbors in your complex you could oh that's true but here, it's like, yeah I, here i could it's weird because everyone is so friendly so far yeah that's crazy Oh, Mark. Oh, Mark's back. Mark. Hey, Mark. Uh, you're hey. joining us now. And uh, the Amigos My computer decided podcast. it wanted to update Windows as we were recording for some reason. Oh. Shut everything down. See that? You, oh, jeez. You, you light your Mac on fire, and now you get your Windows wanting to update and send money to yeah. Bill Gates for <laughs> divorce. Right? Well, I mean, this, this laptop has been trash since we tried to use it for Amigos recording when we first started the podcast, so... Yeah, so it's your it's your it's a throwaway. Yeah. So yeah, we're just talking about how me moving from Arizona here, and I'm talking about how everything's everyone seems so nice and neighborly, which is not my cup of tea. <clears throat> and he was saying the same kind of thing up there in Boston. It's kind of the same thing. It's like it's it's hard to be neighborly. It seems. Yeah, I feel like they like like I hate my neighbors, but for no reason. Like it would be so vindicated yeah. if they were just like if I were just like walking and they didn't think that I could hear them. You know what I mean? And I was walking behind them, and they like dropped a pencil or something, and then they were like, "Oh, fucking Jews!" Like I'd be like, "Oh, thank God!" No, oh, you're. I now have a reason to hate you because you don't like Jewish people. <laughs> but like right now, I just hate them for literally no reason. I'm just like, I don't want to talk to you, man. Yeah. Keep fucking walking with your with your no hate for anybody. Yeah, yeah. I I have no yeah. desire to like get to know my neighbors. I can't even fathom like no. the whole conversation like just sitting out in front of your house and like having a conversation with one of them it's like this is so unappealing to me i don't want to know who you are uh, i don't want to know what your opinion is when i yell at my kids in my house and you can hear it and i don't want to know what those weird noises are coming from your house either so let's just not socialize <laughs> at all yeah well hey maybe you're um this happened last summer maybe you're working a buzz at the pool Right. And, uh, this happened to me. I was working a buzz at the pool. I had my uh, my Yeti cup just sipping away. Life is good. I've got my headphones in just like this. Sunglasses. Little boy comes up to me, starts talking at me. I don't take out my headphones. I don't look at him. I don't say anything. Um, and I notice he's still talking to me. And then I notice his dad walks over. He's wearing sunglasses. And I'm like, what the fuck? I take out my headset. And um, he's like, my son is talking to you. And it's like, I was like, Okay, and I I looked over and like I think he was just like, oh, what what do you come to the, the pool off? And I'm just like, get the fuck out of here, man! You bothered me for this, like. I almost I, would, I can't have relationships. I almost would would turn to him and be like, yeah, I'm legally not allowed to talk to children. You might want to get him. Oh, oh good, <laughs> good dark turn. I like that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Put that one in your back pocket. Yeah, I've been canceled uh, with this wooden hooker guy. Uh, so uh, let me tell you about that real quick. 
um, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like I just, it's your neighborly relationships and, and it will just weigh you down yeah. in life. Yeah. You know, just go about your life, have your friend group separate from your neighbors and, um, you know, yeah, we, we have a rule that we're not going to be friends with neighbors on the same street as us because we've had issues where we were friends with neighbors that were like next door to us and things kind of fell apart and then you don't want to really be next to those people anymore really because it gets kind of oh weird. sure yeah so like it's our new rule is like you can't like you can be nice and cordial to the ones near you but you have to be further away from the ones that you're actually friends with that because then if that falls apart they, you know i'm you know i'm done with you i don't have to really see you every day kind of thing <laughs> is what i well, what i've learned in life right yeah exactly Oh, that's hilarious. So, uh, minus the internet connection, was there anything else you guys talked about? I talked about his New York trip. Yeah. Talking about how, yeah, we talked about that once because we talked about it off offline. I brought it back up and he's talking about the funny he had mm-hmm. there and, and how the mass thing is and and all that. Oh, wow. other yeah. I was listening to one of your episodes and it's uh, it sounded like you drove like eight out, not eight hours, but like six hours to Connecticut for a show one time. Yeah. <laughs> they were, uh, we're like, I mean, especially during the pandemic, I just became a huge joke junkie, like just trying to get to any set that I can. Like my wife, like she was just like, what? so you drove four hours to do like seven minutes at an outdoor show <laughs> i was like yes that's where they were giving out the fucking heroin like <laughs> uh you know what i mean like that's you know i had to do it and uh, i'll still do that like i the, the, i'm going back to brooklyn next weekend for like some court show and i think the attendees like thing on facebook it's like 15 people right now so i need to like i don't know if that'll be like 30 people or six people, but like I'm, I have the same level of commitment that I have for That's that awesome. as you know, I do for that. And just try to, you know, I, I, think, I think everyone's kind of chasing down having a really good take, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's all kind of in the service of that. And then after, you know, that, maybe I'll pump the brakes a little bit, but um, it's just rough. And like, yeah, like I, uh, the, the most recent New York trip, I was supposed to do two shows. I started to talk about this before we were on air. Um, but yeah, I ended up only doing one. And like, I was really banking on that credit. <laughs> like, uh, but like right before the show, the guy was like, hey, so I got good news and bad news. Good news is uh, show's sold out. Um, bad news is you can't be on it because uh, you didn't sell any tickets. Uh, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, and you, and you were saying, and you, were uh, saying like, you went into it telling them like, hey, I don't really know a lot of people here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, yeah, I was like, you know, I'm a... I'm a Boston comic. Um, I have like three comedian friends who, you know, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to be coming by. And he was just like, yeah, like, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. And so what happened was I, the show was actually at six at Broadway Comedy Club. Um, and you put a little gasoline on that bridge there. <laughs> um, so uh, that was, it was six o'clock and I got um, check out of my hotel room was I think like 10 a.m. And I checked out, and then it's just like a super hot fucking day. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I was just like literally walking around. I, I was like all day to burn. Um, so I just kind of hung out again, just burning money. My car is parked somewhere, and um, I decided to like just watch a movie, like in a theater, which I haven't done in, like eleven months or whatever. Yeah. 
And I was enjoying Raya and the Last Dragon for like an hour, and I was like, I gotta you know, pull myself together. I gotta show tonight, yeah. after all. Uh, so I, you know, leave the theater like an hour into the movie. Um, it was just cool to like sit somewhere and chill for a little bit, not think about the show type yeah. of deal. And uh, I'm walking over to the club, and he's like, Hey, uh, don't bother, uh, you know, showing up. Oh. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I know my my one credit or my other credit that I was open on, you know, banking with. It's, it's too bad. It is a crazy business. Yeah. What are you gonna do? That's still that's awesome that you're you know you're just you're trying to find the avenues to be able to to work the craft, and and it's tough, you know, being up there in the the northern east because it's it seems like it's a harder place to, to be, even in probably California too, it's hard for them. If they're doing stuff on the beach and stuff to be able to, to do comedy, and it, it's it's rough for comics right now. That's crazy. Well, yeah, it's, it's starting to open up a little mm-hmm. bit, but um, I feel like Boston is an especially difficult place to, you know, start comedy. But uh, I think that's a good thing. It's like if you start learning uh, guitar on a really shitty guitar, and then you pick up a good guitar, you're like, oh, holy shit, I can kind of do this a little bit. And that's kind of been my, like, performing uh, yeah, outside of Boston. I like Boston. that. That's good. I like that. Yeah, everything is just a better guitar than Boston. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, Boston is great, but... It's a, it's a hard, hard fucking town. <laughs> yeah. So let, let me ask you this. Uh, this might be a weird, uh, yeah, just a weird question. But ease of getting yeah. from Boston to New York to do a show, is it is it easier to take a train and get into the city or is it easier to just bring your car and, and deal with parking? Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm kind of a New York new, but I was kind of even embarrassed that like I had to like get a hotel like once like I like had my first show that actually occurred. It was weird. Um, uh, I everyone was just like, oh, like you should have just you know stayed with us type of deal. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure it probably is easier just to like take the train in there and chill, not worry about like literally being outside for eight hours <laughs> before your yeah. show. Um, Excuse me. Um, so yeah, I, I think yeah. Next time I'll do that. Just take the train. Um, but yeah, like for me, I was just like, oh, like I'll have my car, and then I'll go to a garage. I'll go from that garage to the show, the show to the hotel, the hotel to the car, the car to the other shit. And I'm just like, I'll fell apart. Yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, that makes sense fun. to me. That's how I would look at it. <laughs> Basically, going. Yeah, right. but yeah, yeah that like, that yeah, sucks. And it's also appealing just to be on your own schedule. It's like you leave when you want to leave. You're yeah. not like asking people where the train is yeah. and you know, stuff like yeah. that more free very true it's just i, I don't know it, with new york being as big as it is and everything that's kind of connected to everywhere uh it just seems like okay well uh i don't want to deal with parking while i'm there so how how can i avoid that type thing hmm. mm-hmm yeah, well, I knew I was going to uh, stay for free overnight. Like, I was actually able to park for free. Oh, so okay. I saved a That's bunch good. of money oh, like okay. that. Okay, so that works. But it was just kind of finagling. Yeah, so I, I allocated an amount for parking. And I was just like, it'll be what it is. And, uh, yeah, 18, no, that, that makes sense. You can work the angle good, yeah. then. Exactly. Yeah, good. <laughs> going to be paying for that park in the next six months. <laughs> that showbiz. Yep. <laughs> like, I was supposed to get paid for this gig. And totally came out of pocket all this money. Yeah, backfired. <laughs> I'm still waiting for a few chicken fingers to come in. <laughs> Fucking hoopers. Uh, did you go and did you awesome. eat anywhere in New York that you that was like memorable? 
not really, no. I wanted to do um, the whole Action Bronson thing, but none of the places were, like, really near me, and I didn't want to, like, show up to, like, any of the gigs, like, you know, smelled like stank. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I did go to a good, like, dumpling house. I think it's called Meijing in Brooklyn. That was pretty solid. Okay. But um, best leave it up to the pros. Just watch, just watch Fuck That's Delicious. And, uh... Because... <laughs> Yeah, like, I just became very singularly minded. Like, I was there, like, specifically, like, to perform. Like, I was, like, either performing or, like, in my hotel, like, painting and, like, practicing and that sort of thing. I was looking over what I wanted to do and, um... You yes, know, you, had a, you had a focused mind. You weren't bit, there you for know. vacation. You were really, you were there for focus and doing your, work in your craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, um, it's like this thing, it's like when people are on shows, it's like you're, you feel obligated to, um, you know, post about the show you're doing on Instagram. It's really so you can brag and, uh, <laughs> you know, to your, your peers. Right, right. Like, no one's actually coming to your stupid fucking show, guys. Wake up, all right? Like, let's be honest. Uh, like, I, I'm sure sometimes they do. I, yeah. I don't know. But, um, it's more so, um, it, but so I had, like, a friend actually show up and I was like, oh, God. Now I'm gonna entertain you and also like kind of not hang with comedians. Yeah. And, uh, we ended up all hanging out together, but I feel like there was like a weird like energy there. Like, um, but productive trip overall. Very cool. It was good times. Yeah. What what other yeah. what other states have you traveled to recently? Outside of Connecticut, New York, or has um, it just been those three? Or being in Boston? Yeah, Connecticut, New York, New Hampshire. Um, that's really yeah. it. Uh, there's enough that happens in Boston, but it's just nice to have like a fresh, like literally go to a crowd that you've never, you know, you know for a fact no one has heard your material yeah. before. And, uh, How does that make you feel when you friend. go on the stage? Yeah. It's, yeah, it, like, it's, yeah, it can be, it can be really yeah. fun. I know it's a bad answer, but... Well, like, I mean, I would imagine... Cause it, you're, it always makes it worth Yeah, because you're, like, excited because you're you're going to work... Because you know these people haven't heard your stuff. So it's almost like you you, you definitely have that anxiety level a little bit more. Like, you hope it kind of works out kind of thing. And yeah. It's almost, it almost probably feels like a first time, almost, I would imagine. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, it, uh, you're like, well, like, this is it. Like, if you're not going to win these people over, you're not going to win yeah. anyone over. And um, I love the mentality. It's like, there's no excuse. It's like every room, you have to bring something that, you know, people want, even if it's not going well. You have to fill the time. You're not doing well, lean into it type of deal. But um, as long as you can kind of read the room and see where it's going, you can kind of keep control of it but yeah no it's also it's it's, it's always like extra nerve-wracking that first like three seconds before you even open your mouth because like when you see comedy and you see comedian you're like oh that guy like you make a judgment call yeah. immediately about somebody and um it actually pains off when they're right about you and uh because they're like oh we're all on the same page like for me you're just like oh dumb guy and then like I, right. you know, I take you from there right <laughs> we have uh, with the question of like, have you been at other places? We actually have a friend of the show, Adam Nutter. He's a comedian in the Philadelphia area, which isn't, I, I don't know if that's too far from where you're at, but I mean, it's kind of like the whole uh, yeah. East Coast area. area. Uh, yeah. he, he runs a, a whole It's pretty close, show. yeah. He, he runs a whole bunch of shows in the Philly area. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what we had talked about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, 
uh, we have a few questions uh, that we kind of told you about previously. You said you had listened to the show prior to coming on and you kind of know what's going to come uh, from left field. On yeah. these. Uh, Scott and myself are, we're not flat earthers, but we like to entertain the idea. And we've had a few guests on, on the show uh, that are specifically from Australia. And we've literally asked them, you know, directly in the interview, you know, is Australia a real place? And the consensus really ends up being is, is they don't know where they're at. And we're kind of <laughs> leaning on the point of, I don't know if this is really where you end up when you take an 18 hour flight from the United States to Australia. So my question to you is, do you think Australia is real if there is like a flat earth theory? Yeah, no, I this is this is brilliant, and I did appreciate this on your uh, your episode recently because it's so true. Yeah, like it doesn't because anytime anyone talks about Australia, there's always like that thing of just like, well, you're not actually going there, are you? Because like everyone's fucking in on this thing, like it's not there. Like and they're, they're always like, oh yeah, well Australia, no, sure, oh yeah, sure, it's beautiful. Oh my god, of course, yeah, what are you, kangaroos, of course. But uh, you know, uh, only you know twenty eight percent of it is inhabitable. You're like they scare you. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't want you going there. <laughs> it isn't there. And there's so many rules, like you can't I, bring I, I, anything with nothing you. Nothing has made more sense. You can't to me. bring anything with you. It's like it's it, like it's a whole other world. Yeah. Can't take yeah. nothing back with you. Know, you know, another thing too that kind of feeds our our argument that it's not a real place is that they don't let you leave with Australia stuff. Like you have to that's buy. What, yeah, like you let's you want yeah. to get a didgeridoo, right? You wanted to get a didgeridoo, and which that's a ridiculous name in the beginning, but uh, you have to buy yeah. one. From like didgeridoo. A, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to buy one from like a third party uh uh manufacturer or whatever you a provider just distributor and uh have it shipped to your house like you and you can't bring let's they sell koalas uh fur there uh, uh regularly and you can't let that they don't let that leave australia supposedly uh so that's another thing like okay well why can't i bring this stuff with me like if this doesn't make sense i don't think this is actually a real place because i can't provide evidence that i was even there yeah oh man that's crazy and i feel like maybe uh australia is just like the truest like this is all the simulation but like uh australia is the actual matrix oh, uh, it's God. a server farm like oh, exactly like, you'd get there and you'd be like well this is it's so nice here and they're like well it's the matrix mate you know <laughs> and you're and that's you that's the kangaroo talking back like, to you Exactly, yeah. Hey, just shut up, robot yeah, kangaroo. Damn robot kangaroo. You're not real. They're <laughs> everywhere. Because we're kind of making this like a conspiracy that Australia really isn't real. Uh, do you have a favorite conspiracy that you like to entertain uh, regularly? Not really. I think some of the... Um... Well, first of all, in, uh, in Godzilla vs. Kong... Uh... They make they make notice that like, or they, they make it a point to say that the world basically is flat and that God, like, the monsters are in the middle of the earth. Kind of got yeah, that I think that's too. worth noting. Yeah. So flat earthers were just like, fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> the movie came out. They're like, finally. Um, but yeah, I think um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think uh, DJ Khaled like is probably being held like he. You know what I mean? Like he has someone, 
um, what's the word I'm looking uh, for? Like, basically, he has no talent and he's famous for no reason. Like, he's I think a stage person. Someone, he has, he has, yeah, he has someone very high up's daughter, like, kidnapped uh, or something. So or, he, he, it's almost like a, Do you know what I'm trying like to a taking situation or, no, wait, no, that wouldn't make sense. It's more like a, yeah, uh, like a, um, trying to figure how that would be so he or i think he sold his soul oh, to okay. become okay. dj khaled i think it's the That's easiest true, way he, of saying I mean, because he like, really just he says just... his name on every i mean i'm sure right. he produces the music right i mean no no you know I'm just, we don't know we don't, we don't know, know that we don't i'm know sure that. there really is a producer that does it and he just says his name on it and puts it he stamps it and and everything's good and he makes money and the world keeps going but, well, he might. He just surrounds himself with like you know more talented people, like I'm doing to you guys yeah. today. Like I'm just like, hey, I'm on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a success guy, you guys, because I'm with you guys. You guys have yeah, microphones. Yeah. You know, I have a microphone. Like I'm DJ Dallas. That's so true. <laughs> That's a good one. I, I, I like that. I like. I like, I like this conspiracy of trying to figure out like, is he a puppet? Is, is he like the master of puppets? Like, oh, like do, you how... think, do, you, do you think he's like a Manchurian candidate kind of thing, where he's being programmed? Like he's almost like a robot, and somebody's making him be a face of something. Oh, That's oh my god! Deep. Wait, so I think yes, yes, and I think it's three kids inside. Oh of a, shit! Uh, yeah, like almost like. Uh, oh no, no, no! What's that? What's that? <laughs> Damn it! What's that movie? Men in Black, basically. It's got those things running the whole person, kind of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, All right. Yes. So exactly. DJ Khaled is not from Earth. There is. There's a little robot in his head. Yes. With yes. I, I can see that. I, I definitely can see that. Yeah. Like open him up when he's on the table. And can't, I cannot person. wait until I cannot wait until Will Smith has to fight him. Yeah, in a, a, a room of, of flying little DJ Khaled's all over the place. Yeah, wow. He just man, he's so frustrated. Like um, he always lists his like three year old as a co producer. Wow. It's like how's that legal, man? You're just fucking sending your kid money after he's done. Like what? Are you, yeah, is that kid flipping knobs in the studio? Wow. What the fuck is that kid doing? Turn the light. Turn the light on. Yeah, like I mean, you can donate that money. Be like, oh, what it is is the kid is actually pressing the button. The kid is pressing the button that actually says DJ Khaled. He's just saying the kid's pressing the button and keeps saying his dad's name. (laughs) He's probably doing (laughs) DJ Dad, 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 Dad. Check this out. DJ, 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 DJ. Or maybe the kid is the mastermind behind it all. Maybe. Could be. He could be. Shit. Whole bunch of worms here. I gotta, like, I gotta get a fucking to, clipboard. I'm gonna have to do a little bit more research. I need a dry erase board. I gotta get this fucking just all yeah. connected because I think this is real. <laughs> yeah. Could very well be. I like but, it. Uh, what is it? Sunny, always sunny in Philadelphia. It's, it, it's gonna Charlie. be like us in the Charlie Day. Trying to yeah, Charlie Day connecting yeah. dots. Yep. <laughs> all right. So, our... I would like a chance. I would like no. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna say I would like a turn of operating DJ Khaled, <laughs> you know, like, remote control. No, it would be. I think it would be like a joystick, like you're just doing, like it just, it's, yeah, like fucking like, like Pac-Man, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. He, he can't have much range yeah, no. of mobility. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like moving the joystick like yeah. slightly forward with him just be like starting to get up, but for like, uh, like and the red minutes. button on top is saying his name, DJ Khaled. DJ yeah. Khaled. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like his, yeah. that's that's his uh, super weapon. 
<laughs> as you're like uh, fighting him. Sir, what are you're you like, doing? No, I DJ can't, I can't Khaled. Stop. Sir, what are you doing? DJ Khaled. <laughs> oh, I'm sick of this guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, he was created Mortal Kombat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our our uh, last question uh, is: What is a piece of information that you have learned that feels illegal to know? Yeah. Uh, so uh, this is really helpful for me, but I feel like a lot of people know it. So I'm just going to dad out nice. on you guys quickly. But did you guys know? Did you guys know that if you, this is so lame, if you charge your phone in airplane mode, it charges like three oh times fast. Oh my fast. god, no, you I know what? did not know I that. I was actually this year's old when I found one? that out. You were one years old? You had one finger like, up. Like, no, that's a, that's a thing. <laughs> oh, when you yeah. say, I'm, you know, I'm 37, like I was this year's old. Like, gotcha. I just found that piece of information out. No, you don't know? Okay. No. Oh, man. If I could get that to that's one good, person. Man. That's awesome. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. You reached me. Yeah. Wait, Scott, did I did I I did I, it. I did not know that. Nice. I do know the one the one thing I know it's is if, if you have an internet s- signal trouble is you toggle your airplane mode and then it reconnects your your cell phone towers. So that gets you connected really? better. Yeah. So you toggle it if you're having problems huh. uh 5G like cell phone wise. You toggle it and it will reset you to help you connect better to another tower that you're near closer to. Did you learn that after you oh, interesting. Did you learn that after you switched to AT&T? <laughs> because I have to do it more often? No, that's not true. Yeah. But but no, I've I've heard that from our our friend of the show, our Apple guy, Brian. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's where your oh, laptop is. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly where my laptop is. <laughs> <laughs> But, well, yeah, we, no, uh, we appreciate we appreciate that you came onto the show, uh, Dave. Uh, do you Hell have yeah. anything that uh, you want to promote before we we cut out, or, or do you have anything uh, that you'd like to just drop uh, at all? Yeah, if you're in uh, Brooklyn next week on Saturday, come out to the Quincy Adam. Uh, it's going to be a stoop show and a big old block party with musicians and comics. It's, uh, it's going to be, be a ton of people uh, drinking and smoking in the street. Uh, it's going to be a ton of fun, so come on out. Um, and uh, definitely check out the Comics Feature Podcast. Um, uh, it's going to be a fun time. We're talking about Justice League with Mark and Scott today. Uh, so that's going to be yeah. a shit show. And uh, so definitely check out that episode and uh, rate, review, subscribe. Check out the Instagram and uh, yeah, that's it. All right, we appreciate that you came out, man. Thanks, Dave. Out. This has been the Amigos PC. Make sure to like, subscribe, and review us on all your podcasting platforms. Visit us at amigospc.net for our entire library of content and Amigos merch. Till next time, adios.